Welcome to the Dogcast for Greyhound Racing SA. Visit grsa.com.au. Uh, welcome to the latest edition of the Dogcast, brought to you by Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, I'm your host, Bretton Yates, and joined alongside uh, by Greyhound Racing SA's racing manager, Sean Matheson. Matho, we're going to get into a big week of Greyhound Racing, yep. but I think we've got to talk about the new home. Uh, here we are at the offices, uh, right in the bowels yep. of where it all happens at Greyhound Racing SA. Uh, this is going to be the new home of the, the Dogcast. Looking forward to it. Absolutely, yeah. Based here uh, at Angle Park, we're going to be able to get uh, a few more shows out, out and about. I mean, it certainly saves on traffic going into the city um, when we do have to do it, which was really great to have the show in there. But now we're here at Angle Park. Um, right here at home, we can really get really involved and get a few more shows out there for a lot of our listeners. And what are we looking at here? What's the centrepiece of the table? Well, that's what they're all playing for on Thursday night, Yatesy, the uh, the St. Ledger Cup and the rug, beautiful rugs that are, that yeah, are done fantastic. each and every uh, feature final and the cup. So we've got a wonderful final lined up on Thursday night after the heats last Thursday night, which we'll touch on a little bit later in the show. But that's what they're all playing for this Thursday. And 10000 to the winner. What wonderful prize money that is. Fantastic stuff. So we're going to check that out, as you say, Matho. Thursday night, the uh, big final of the SA St. Ledger. Uh, look, it's been a big month as well oh, in yeah. Greyhound Racing. We've got a stack to touch on. So uh, we'll have a look back at all the feature racing uh, since our last episode. So that'll take care of pretty much all of January. So it's all coming up on the Dogcast. The Week in Review. Uh, the Week in Review brought to you by the Fresh Pet Food Co. Uh, proud suppliers of fresh pet food for our Gap SA Greyhounds in the Gap Prison programs. And they are based right here in SA. You can visit their website, freshpetfoodco.com.au for yep. more information. Before we get stuck into the local stuff, Matho, um, I think we've got to touch on Victor Damien. I, oh, I mean, yeah. what an extraordinary performance and well done to Tony and Lisa Rasmussen taking out, uh, I think it's their first group one, actually, uh, with yep. the, in the National Derby with Victor Damien um, and now heading across to Melbourne. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, winning the National Futurity at Wentworth Park, 29-44, he just dominated that group one field. Nice young dogs in that race, all at group one level, but Victor Damien just showed his class and, and really was able to race away. Interesting on that night, she's a pearl. One also the uh, group one on that night. Victor Damien went faster than than her yeah. in his uh, in his time. So plenty of ability there, and really exciting for the locals. Uh, SA bred, SA owned. The Shadows have done a wonderful job with all these Victor dogs and Tony and Lisa. They're travelling again, as you mentioned. They're off to the Meadows this Saturday night with Victor Damien in a heat of the Group One uh, Australian Cup. So we really look forward to. Hopefully, they draw. A nice box, uh, be nice, and then um, hopefully progress to the final the following week. But he's such an exciting greyhound. Oh yeah, it's been such a stunning progression. Uh, like to, we saw him, we knew he had talent. Then you don't know can they step up and handle it when it counts, and he's shown he can. Yeah. And there's more to come. I, I think there's improvement, so it's brilliant to see. Well, he's only lightly raced, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, when he produced the thirty oh three here at Angle Park, and we know how hard it is to break thirty seconds at Angle Park. Yeah. There was plenty of talent there, and and. It just it's it's so exciting to see a South Australian dog really at the highest level on the national scene and really dominate a Group One field. So, yeah, this year for them, um, they're going to probably do plenty of miles. Um, <laughs> but why wouldn't they? He's such yeah. an exciting dog and such a reward for Tony and Lisa who have been in the game for so long with extraordinary levels of tab winners. Yep. Now to have one that they can constantly target the top line stuff must be a great thrill. For yeah, them. I mean. Yeah. 
I mean, hopefully you stay in it long enough. Uh, yeah. They they come along, and and I'm, I'm hopefully for them it's a, a once in a lifetime greyhound, really. But I mean, the whole litter, the last few litters yeah. of those Victor dogs, what a great association! They've been wonderful for them, and so um, yeah, long may it continue. Yeah, terrific. Uh, I think we've got one there Thursday night that'll be pretty hard to beat. So we'll get back to that. But what yeah. about uh, the month of January? It's been big. It's been busy. Huge. Uh, we we revisit the uh, Sprint Championship, and this was taken out by Springvale Roxy, who really came to prominence over the December period, taking out the Ashes. Yeah, absolutely. She really hit a purple patch of form. I mean, she raced all of last year yep. and really the last few the last few months of last year and then the SA Sprint Championship in January, she's just gone to that next level. She's got always had wonderful speed from the boxes and she showed that in the, in the SA Sprint final. She was able to jump and lead from, yep. a, from a wide draw. You know, 30-39, she's not, not getting run down doing that. Her favourite was came and went, chased home into second. Yeah, I mean, it was uh, it was back with Ben Rawlings at, at that time. He's now gone back to New South Wales, came and went. I mean, he's a, a, a really good chaser. He's made a Group 1 Adelaide Cup final previously. And yep. he showed um, he showed good determination to run second, uh, a good run for him. And, and Miss Scallywag, she's also an improving type yeah. for Rasmussen. She's... She's um, not out of uh, it's not out of character for her to take one of these big races soon. What about uh, the John Gray final? Take it out for Paul Reeman with uh, Razzle Darrell. Um, <laughs> quite an extraordinary win. It had been promising to do something like this. It's yep. sort of been working home and placing, working home and placing, but it all panned out beautifully in the final. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, they went 31-32 Yatesy, which suggests there was a little bit of, you know, yep. interference, not a lot of clear running. But Razzle Darrell, very consistent greyhound. And as you mentioned, he'd been leading up to a really good performance. And the right run came for him, and he took it, and he won. Credit to, to Paul, um, Paul Raymond. He does a wonderful job there with a very small team of dogs. Um, to get the win, it's Smudgy ran second. It's Smudgy actually won the John Gray a year ago. Great training performance by Clint to get uh, it's Smudgy back and Howling Hoss also for the Trengos running the, the third. But a time-honoured event and a good addition, I think. And 51 bucks the fourth place getter. A nice juicy first four. Yeah, Favourites all missed the top four. Yeah. Uh, the Doug Payne, that's another feature. That was on Australia Day. And uh, look, taken out by Springvale Max. Um, Springvale Roxy was the favourite in the race, yep. uh, but didn't have a great beginning, whereas, gee, Max was able to get over to the rail for Gavin Harris at the right time. Yeah, one of our feature SA-bred races are restricted to our best SA-bred dogs, the yep. Doug Payne. Again, a really time-honoured event. Uh, Springvale Max, um, he just sees a dog. He can just find a way in a field to get to the rail where That's he wants key, to be. It? He has to be there. It's key for him. Yeah. I mean... He's a good dog, but he's, he excels when he can get the right spot for him, and that's the, the rail. And he got that spot. Um, Victor Kurt ran second, and he's been a bit of a blowout dog in recent yeah. weeks. He's been running amazing race at really big odds. And uh, Yarramundi Paul for Vadim Roz. Gosh, that dog just needs a touch of luck in any race, and he's going to be there right at the finish. But but Max for Gavin Harris, um, again, he's a dog that raced all of last year and has gone really well. What about the uh, the Gawler Golden Maiden final? It's always an intriguing race because sometimes the greyhounds, uh, the trainers just hold them back a bit, waiting for this uh, feature when they know they've got a bit of ability. And I think we've seen a nice one take out this race. Could be king. Yeah, I agree. I mean, the prize money was elevated to $10,000 as part of the family fun in the sun, um, which we'll talk of a few more yeah. feature races coming up. But yep. elevated to $10,000. But it is always um, a feature maiden event. The maidens don't get a, a huge crack at decent money. The golden maiden is one race where they can have a go at. And as yep. you mentioned, over the years, they do hold them back a little bit just to have that crack at, 
at the heat and then the final. And as you mentioned, could be king for Ben Rawlings. Um, very impressive from the wide draw um, to give um, Rage and Riot a huge start. Big, wasn't it? A yeah. Big start. Yeah. And to rattle home the way he did. Yeah. And he's proven a couple of starts after that. He's got a big motor. He's yeah. a big dog. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he just pushes his way through. But he's definitely one for the future. Um, and you're pretty excited about could be king? Look, I, I, well, I know we're getting to our St. Ledger preview coming yeah. up, but... Look, obviously, there's the concern with the early part of the race, yeah. but I tell you now, what he's doing in run homes is extraordinary. So yeah. um, he's going to be my top pick for the St. Ledger. Um, we'll get to that and we'll have a chat about that. But look, uh, I think with that in mind, I think there's some real bottom end talent and I think the money flow is showing us that too. Yeah. Good support, last couple of runs, win and a really big run. Um, yeah, I, I think he's got a bit of talent coming yeah. through. So, uh, yeah, looking forward to seeing how uh, how he develops. Could be king. Uh, now, the Murray Bridge Sprint Classic, once again, the uh, Family Fun in the Sun series. Yeah. And this was taken out by Malo Magic, drew deep, showed speed. Yeah, a new addition to... The Murray Bridge calendar, and and will continue on next year as well. The, yep. the promotion will continue. So again, ten thousand um, dollars for this event for the three ninety five meter dogs. We had fifty two nominations wow. for the just for that series, and um, Jessica Sharp from across the border yeah. qualified three for the final, um, and Marlow Magic was was the one that was able to claim the prize. I think drew really well for Marlow Magic and. At Murray Bridge, the big one turn had plenty of space out there. Yeah, but the dog has plenty of speed. Clearly, um, twenty two thirty um, went super. Taylor Toes was a massive run. Yeah, it was Nathan good enough? Yeah, my goodness. I mean, just touched off by a nose. Um, again, rattled home, and and the other um, Jessica Sharp runner, Charlotte's Blaze, ran a nice race into third. But a really good addition for the short course dogs and. You know, whilst some Victorians have taken our money, I'm okay with that because they, <laughs> they do put in the put in the yards. Yeah, there was a lot of Victorians came across for this series to really add depth to it. So hopefully, this series grows over the coming years. And uh, the Mount Gambier Summer Classic. So this was only run on the weekend. Yes, uh, just on Sunday. Now, uh, look, probably not too dissimilar as far as the finish is concerned, to the Murray Bridge one. We had yep. Honey Rocks out in front and actually set up a big mid-race lead. But, uh, gee, there was a big close-off by uh, Elegant Beamer, wasn't it? That yep. sort of flash late. Elegant Beamer um, came home really hard, just to be uh, done by a neck. Honey Rocks for Tracy Price. Um, he had a few in the final. And so did Richard Stasiak, who ran second and third with Elegant Beamer and Elegant Bix. Um, always been a good race down there. Um, the... This series, yep. Um, but it was nice to get that extra injection of money, which gave them some co quite good depth through the heat. Produced a really good final, and by all reports, they had a, a really good crowd on course. And for all of these races at Gawler, Murray Bridge, and Mount Gambier, it's really been part of um, trying to get people to the track. Yep. Associated with a nice race on the program, but get people there, and I think it's really worked a treat. And Angle Park as well on Australia Day, we we had the uh, family fun in the sun night there as well. That's right. I mm. mean, it, it helped being the public holiday, but there was a lot of promotion around it. Um, we missed the Festival of Fire because of the incident that happened with Chasers and the and the venue. Yeah. So really, sort of tried to back that into the family fun in the sun and that promotions worked so well as i mentioned it should be continuing next year okay um so was that promotion born out of not being able to run the festival of fire much, was it yeah okay. we, we missed um we we used the festival of fire as as 
you know, fantastic prize money for our participants and yep. great racing, but also to get people there in the last few weeks of Christmas. And it, But we weren't able to do that this year. So we, we really missed that opportunity to get people on course. So we tried to introduce this as, as just an extra event in replacing of that. It's yep. gone so well. It should be continuing. Uh, terrific. Uh, that was our January. We've got a review last week, Matho, the uh, heats of oh, yeah. the SA St. Ledger. Um, so this builds up to a big final. We've got the cup here, the rug, the whole bit. So I'm really looking forward to this race. But we've got to dissect what actually happened in the uh, the heats last week. Three heats in all. Yep. Um, now, what about the opening heat? Queen of Scotch for Tony Rasmussen and uh, quickest qualifier, 30-38. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, Queen of Scotch... Um, she ran really good in in uh, in New South Wales yep. um, through the National Futurity Series um, to actually make the final. Um, but then she's come back and she's come back in really good form. And I reckon that was almost a personal best performance on Thursday night. We know that she does like to shift out um, and she probably prefers a slightly wider draw. So I reckon the risk was drawn box one. She might get cra- you know crowd herself with other yep. runners really. But she actually began so well. And she was able to clear the division on her outside and then was able to just sort of ping away, really. Um, um, uh, 30-38, Yatesy, really good run. Zoe Bell for um, the Camilleri camp, good run. She's a high-quality greyhound. She's won an Oaks, um, a country Oaks. Um, So she was a good run to run second. Um, Got to make up a fair bit of time, but, I mean, Queen of Scotch could not have been more impressive. Spring Flute got the third, but... Yeah, really dominant display by her. Uh, the second heat, we had three qualifiers come through this one for the final, and it was taken out by Yaramundi Paul. You touched on him earlier, trained by Vadim Ross. If he gets any sort of luck yep. early, you've got to look out for him late. And look, he actually probably didn't have the best of luck early. He copped yeah. a bit of buffeting, but you really had to watch him late. He stormed over the top. Yeah, um, plenty of talent, this greyhound. Needs that touch low. I thought turning for home, he was going to run into some sort of trouble, but he actually yeah. went to the outside and was able to race past um, Bernardo Bowl and Spring Springvale Dave. Um, when, we t- when we preview the final, he's going to need a touch of luck there. But Vadim's got him going really, really well. Um, as you mentioned, he had a checkered passage. He probably was entitled to get beaten, to be honest. But uh, his talent got him over the line. 30-56, still a very good run too. Yeah, uh, the third heat, 30-58, taken out by Spring Honor. Sort of had everything go its way. It drew inside, able to boot up, found the lead. And too good for Victor Tony. And uh, could be King, who we touched on coming through this particular uh, heat as well. Well, Spring Honor's a, a Group 3 winner where, um, in leading throughout. Greg Board, I think, has spoken about before that probably finds the, the 5.30 just a touch too long. Mm-hmm. So it really needs to set up a nice lead. But to be fair, 30-58, yep. I mean, he can't do much better than yeah, that, exactly. really. Yeah. Um, and Victor Tony chased him hard. Um, could be king. So you touched on him before. Yep. Very, we take him by his third place. Oh, and, very much so. Yeah. yeah, like he made up, it's got to be six to seven lengths off the back to or maybe maybe six because he got beat sort of three quarters of where it was yep. at the finish. But just... The way he was able to work through, uh, you know, he's only had, what's a fourth start, I think, uh, or fifth start, something yeah, like that. Yep, yep. And really charged, um, to me, has got a lot of talent. And just the way the box draw sort of is positioned now for the final, I, I'm thinking the rail could be there to take if, yep. if he wants to go through. I mean, he did come around the other day, so I'm really not certain if getting through on the fence is going to be the go. But 
Uh, one thing I do know, it's going to be storming late. So yeah. I think he's got some nice talent. I'm looking forward to, to seeing him in the final. Definitely in that heat run. He had the flashing lights on him, yeah, didn't he, at, yeah. the, at the closing stages because <laughs> they ran time yep. and he made ground. Yeah. So, um, again, all those three heats, really nice heat. High quality as well, Yates. The St. Yeah. Ledger always produces... Um, uh, high quality dogs and a really good final. We've got that this Thursday. Oh, terrific stuff. I think I've broken a sweat, Matho. That's a fair <laughs> review, mate. That's about one of the biggest we've done. A lot going on. A lot going on. <laughs> uh, and uh, up next, we're going to look at uh, everything for this uh, big trophy on Thursday night the preview of the uh, final of the St. Ledger. The preview. And the preview, this is brought to you by SA Greyhound Tips Twitter feed. Uh, free tips for SA Metro Greyhound meetings. Search at the Dogs SA and get on board. As always, gamble responsibly. Uh, so we uh, we sort of work our way through, Matho, to Thursday night. Really yep. big final. Here's the trophy. Beautiful rug. 10,000 to the winner. Yep. Uh, the SA St. Ledger. It's race eight on Thursday. Yeah, and no, a wonderful addition. Um, only a 10-race program. Yep. Um, but the supporting program is pretty good. But the highlight is race eight. Um, due to start at 8.58 our time. Um, a wonderful lineup. Um, I think you got the field there, Yatesy, to go through. But, yeah. yeah, I mean, really excited. And the box draw, as, as we talk about, a lot of the time has made it really interesting. Yeah, I couldn't find an early market just as yet. Have you seen oh, a market? I haven't seen one no. yet, no. All right, so here's the box draw as it pans out. Could be King. Uh, box one, Queen of Scotch in box two, the quickest qualifier. Uh, three, Springvale Dave. Box four, Zoe Bale having its second look at Angle Park. Box five, Yaramundi Paul. He won the heat from that draw last week. Uh, Bernardo Bowl in box six, pretty similar to where he drew in the heat last week. He drew seven. Uh, Spring Honor has drawn the other side of where he was last week. He won from box one in the heat. Yep. He's got the seven here, and Victor Tony is in box eight. He drew seven, set outside the lead in the uh, heat last week. So he's in box eight in the final. Spring Flute, uh, Victor Marley, the two reserves in order. What do you think? Take us through this. Well, I spent a bit of time last night, um, in particular, going over what I thought might happen, yep. particularly early in the race. Yes. And I had a couple of takes on it, mm -hmm. and I scrapped one idea and went to another and went to another. Okay. But, but anyway, so I've, I think there's two dogs that are, that are, that are going to lead. Yes. And I think Queen of Scotch yes. from the two, because I don't think there's a lot of speed around her. Mm -hmm. And I think the only challenge to her leading is Spring Honor out in the seven. Mm -hmm. So if, if I just look at the race, I think Queen of Scotch, based on what she showed last week, if she can produce that, I think she has enough speed to hold Spring Honor. And if she does do that, I think she showed enough speed that she'll be in front of him. And that probably takes care of him based on that. Yes. Now that is based on her beginning well. And when she does shift, there's no dogs around her. But could be King won't begin. Springvale Dave can begin, but it's not as quick as her. And Zoe Bale takes a few steps. I'm looking at her video, takes a few steps to go, but then she goes real quick. So I'm just, and Yaramundi Paul, well, he'll be out the back. Yep. So I'm thinking she might get a clear break to lead. So that being the case, I think she's going to be the hardest to beat for me. I'll, I'll go through what else happens. But your take early, Yatesy, is... It, Look, I think you've nailed it beautifully. I think there's another little fly in the ointment to the start of the race. Uh, you touched on Zoe Bale as one, but I think Bernardo Bowl is another who... So, look, he, he's sort of a length and a bit behind the front yeah. pair you spoke about to the post. But what he does do, 
is he accelerates hard through the pen. Yep. Now, we saw that last week. He was a length behind the leader. Uh, he was in front by a length or so heading to the back. So he's got this little bit of acceleration, and I think he might be able to use it because I think Spring Honor will clear him, yep. um, and uh, Queen of Scotch will be out. Now, Queen of Scotch will be wanting to stay up, and yep. he'll be wanting to get down. So there could be a bit of bumping if he can get that acceleration around to the outside of Queen of Scotch, but I'm not convinced he can yeah. because she's clearly the quickest beginner, um, but she does like room. You're right. Yeah. So I think you've nailed the pace. I think the, the two and seven are the clear speed, yeah. uh, but there is a little bit of not really mid-race speed. It's sort of that first turn speed that I think needs to be looked at. Um, the other thing I'm wondering is who's the fence runner? Who really wants to get to the rail here? I mean, look, maybe Spring Honor. You know, he might be wanting to work over, but... Bernardo Boll might be another. I mean, who do you think is going to try and get to the fence? Uh, well, I mean, clearly I think the speed will all stay off. So I think a dog like Springvale Dave will get to the fence. Yep. But I think um, the chance of Could Be King probably relate to Springvale Dave. If Could Be King can begin just on terms and almost hold Springvale Dale, Dave off, I reckon the run is going to be there for Could Be King. If Springvale Dave does get to the fence, he does like to race on the fence. If he gets there first, it's an extra dog for Could Be King to go past. So I'm thinking Springvale Dave, but I don't think Springvale Dave can accelerate quick enough to get past the leading division. I think the big dangers for me are the likes of Could Be King and obviously Aramundi Paul. Yep. They're the run-on types. Um, I've got huge respect for Zoe Bale. If she hits it, She's got all the class in the world to to cause an upset, but I don't. I think she just takes a few steps. So I'm looking at Queen of Scotch to be leading. I think she'll have enough of a break. I'm really worried about Yarramundi Paul and could be King, but there might be enough traffic for them for her to pinch a winning break, and yeah. that's what I'm sort of looking at. Yeah, look, I don't disagree. And and look, Springvale Dave, I think you're right. I think he probably does get to the rail. I think could be King. I think there's going to be a gap between Queen of Scotch staying up. And even Springvale Dave on the fence. I think yep. there's going to be enough room for Could Be King to still come through there. Yeah, yeah. And I think he's got the talent to zip past Springvale Dave like that yep. and maybe chase down Queen of Scotch. I think she's going to be the favourite in the race. Yep. And I, I'm just going with the value of the red because I think there's there's something we haven't seen yet. So the market, I don't think, can factor in his top-line ability yet yep. because I think there's more we're going to see and I feel like that can happen. Uh, the, look, Yaramundi Paul's the interesting one here because... Um, he can't give away big starts. Now, he's capable of doing that. He can have a 5.65, a 5.48 to the first um, to the first uh, peg. Now, he needs to do more of what he did last week, which is a 5.34 or mm. even that night where he led them up. Um, I forget what he ran, but and he wasn't comfortable there. He sort of ran up the track and they went straight past him. So he's got to be, for me, in that 5.34 to 5.38 first section yep. to be able to use that sprint late because I think he's going to struggle to get over the top of a few of these. I, I don't think he's got the bottom end speed that maybe could be King has got. That's the way I see it at the moment. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I agree. He's going to need luck. And and I mean, you're, they're the types of dogs that a lot of people like to back because, you know, if he gets that ounce of luck, he can win this race. He can win yep. it from six lengths off them, off the back straight. He's going to need it though. And if they're running time up front and I just, my, my worry for him is, He's not going to be. He's going to be wide probably, yep. um, and he's going to be chasing time as well. So, I mean, I'm leaning a little bit more towards Queen of Scotch to to pinch that break. Yep. Um, I'm looking at. Um, I actually have huge respect for Zoe Bale. Yep. I think she can run a bold race, and I'm looking at both Could Be King and Yarramundi Paul running home. 
The race can all change, as we know, Yatesy, on the first turn. If we get a Bernardo bowl lead and spring on on its outside, that could all happen. But I just think there's enough speed on the inside. What were your top numbers in this uh, Look, I've gone could be king, uh, purely because I think there's going to be something in the market. There's going to be some fat there because I, I don't think he's going to be priced right. I, I think Queen of Scotch is going to be favourite. I think Yarramundi, Paul... Um, Maybe Zoe Bale will be on that second and third. And I think he's going to be right there or just under that. Yeah. So for that reason, I've got him on top. And I'm um, full. Look, I think Queen of Scotch is the best talent in the race as far as now and ready to go. Yeah. Um, I'm thinking could be King has got some more that we haven't seen and maybe I'd unleash that on Thursday night. I'd rather be at a bigger price hoping that happens sure. than on Queen of Scotch, who probably on paper, uh, to me, probably does look the winner. I know that sounds a bit weird, but uh, I've gone one from two, and I've, I've put in five Yarramundi Paul because uh, you can never have these close-off dogs too far out because anything can happen. Not that I see that really in this race because yeah. it doesn't, as you've said, the speed looks pretty clear. It doesn't look a jammy sort of first turn, uh, but I like the way he runs on. So yeah. I've gone one, two, five, and I've tossed in uh, Victor Tony, who I thought was there. I've left out Zoe Bale, and... Oh, I hear what you're saying. Uh, these Victorians, they improve rapidly after a first look. Um, and it was no surprise to see her get beaten. She was $2.40 and fancied last week. But they improve off those first looks. So I can see how you've got her. What, what do you like? Well, I mean, I, I like Queen of Scotch. But I do think she's a bit one-dimensional at this level. I think she has to lead to win. I just don't – if she doesn't lead or she gets crossed – um, she can run a big race, but I just don't think she can win. I think she has to lead to win. But I don't think there's much speed around her. I think she'll get that room she needs, and yep. I think she'll be able to lead. If she can produce what she did last week or somewhere near it to the first turn, she's going to be really hard to, to beat. Um, Zoe Barlow said, oh, huge respect for her. Um, it's interesting The um, Deb Coleman and Rob Camilleri came with a, a few runners yeah. last week. They've only got Zoe Bale in this week. Yep. So... I mean, it's sort of all eggs in one basket for them. So, I mean, that suggests to me a bit of confidence, I think. They just, oh, we'll just send her over. That's all we need. Um, but, yeah, so huge respect for her. And then, as I said, uh, could be King and Yarramundi Paul. They're, they're at least, they're not really one-dimensional. They can, as long as they get a good beginning, they're going to be charging home. So, they're always going to be a, a, a trifecta first four hope for yep. mine. But I just think Queen of Scotch, enough of a break. Hard to catch. Terrific stuff. Uh, so what about other bets on the night, Matho? Um, look, I, I see a few short price favourites there, to be honest, yeah. uh, on, on Thursday night. We haven't got clear markets at this point, but just going through the form, it looks as though we're going to have a few that are going to be well fancied. What was your best? Well, the best, I like you. So, I mean, I, I think a lot of people can tip a $1.40 favourite in some of their races, but I mean, I'd be more inclined to look for a little bit of value. And so I do like race five, number four, Molly Irish for mm -hmm. Rob Harness. I think she's going really well, Molly Irish. Yep. Um, I've got huge respect for the eight dog, Fantastic Luna, first up into SA. Um, more of a middle distance staying type, but it's got really good um, New, uh, New South Wales form and huge respect. But Molly Irish, I actually think she leads this race. Um, she can go a sub 520 to the first turn and she can go 3050 easily in, in the lead. So I think she's going to run a bold race for mine. I think you'll get a little bit of value about her. Yeah. Um, so race five, number four, Molly Irish for me. Uh, what did you like? What about Basil Brass Rose in that race? I was surprised you didn't run over the top of Mapunga Raider the other night who yep. just had that little... So I thought once he lobbed there, well, that's going to be 
pretty hard to hold out the way he finishes. But Mapunga Raider strong and, yep. and was able to sort of get it done. Because that was the best he's begun in a while, Basil Brass Rose the other night. Yeah, it is. I mean, that's the, the risk with him, isn't he? I mean, if you had consistency of performance about where he's going to be early in the race, yep. you know, third then you could back him with confidence. He's going to be charging home. One of the most improved chasers in the state. I think we spoke about him last year on the show. He's one of the most improved chasers. But he's, if he misses the kick, he's just given these dogs a huge start. He's got to make a lot of a big run to get into the race. Yep. And then he's got to try to go past the leaders. So for mine, I think um, he'll be one of the favourites. But if he misses the kick, I just can't have him. Uh, my best. I'm going to go with uh, Victor Albi. Now, I'm not sure what price he'll be. He's going to be probably favourite. Um, look, I don't think he's going to be any short, short quote. I don't think. I mean, he's coming through uh, the St. Ledger Heat Series and also went to New South Wales, of course, as well. He's drawn eight. I think that's perfect. He yep. can sort of begin, hold his line and get over. We saw him do that from box eight at the bridge. Uh, admittedly, that long straight, but he did hold his line in the early part. He's got a vacant underneath. And look, I think he'll be winning. And look, if he's short, so what? Um, take him in a multi and, and sort of utilise him that way. Uh, the other one I was keen on is in race 10. And I'm not sure what price she'll be. I know she's looking for four in a row. Yeah. But see my future. I mean, she was three bucks forty last run and absolutely blew them away. She won by nine lengths. Yep. Uh, odds on at the start before that and won three seventy ish around uh, at the start before that and won. So, look, I'm generally not a more they win get on sort of person. But just looking through this field, I, I don't see a lot of strength. I mean, Bandit Trixie was um, a good winner two ago as a short price favourite, but. Coco Coaster off the inside. I'm just not sure. The way she put them away last week, she put six lengths on them off the back like that. So to me, I'm happy to be on. I don't really care about the price. I'm happy to take the multi on the pair because they're probably going to be fancy. So, look, I appreciate your courage with Molly Irish. I I couldn't (laughs) find one at a a bit of value. I've had to go sort of the coward's way through there, but that's sort of how I see him, Matho. No, no, I I mean, I'm I'm with you about both in relation to Victor Albi. I reckon Victor Speed off the one will ensure Victor Albi's not too short in the market because he'll be a – he loves box one. And in the last race, deployment was actually favourite last week in that that final. Yeah. That see my future blew them away. So you'd expect him to to still have some support. Yep. So I don't think they're going to be that short. But I mean, the multi's going to pay quite good if yeah. it comes through. Yeah. Uh, now we're coming around also to another big time of the year. We've got the Greyhound of the Year. Uh, so that's Saturday week. Yep. Uh, who are the nominations and what do we expect from the night? Well, I'll just touch on it, Yatesy, because um, we'll have a, a, a dog car show about this and yes. really dive a bit deeper into it. But just the finalists, just to give them a bit of a shout out, Mally Magic, um, Springvale Max, Fantastic Radley, um, Victor Hayden, Victor Grosso are our five finalists. Yep. It's always a wonderful show, February 25 here at Angle Park in Chase's Restaurant. They do a wonderful job with the setup. Yeah. Going to have yourself and Lockie Stace yeah. um, co-hosting the event. Which um, um, I know you're excited about. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's always a great night, the great yeah. end of the year. So, um, but again, plenty of awards, plenty of recognition for the for the for the greyhounds and also the participants in the industry. Um, it's you know our night of night, so we really try to go over the top. So, um, and we've got a wonderful set of finalists who performed outstanding last year, um, locally and interstate. So yeah, it's going to be a wonderful night. Any tickets left? You know, mate. I think they're eighty right. bucks. Uh, yep, ahead. Yep. Yeah, tickets still available. Um, so yeah, encourage anyone who wants to come along for a night. Um, 
of enjoyment, you know, recognize, you know, the industry. So definitely come on board, contact GRSA. 80 bucks, three course meal, plenty of um, entertainment. So uh, yeah, it's certainly one of those nights um, that we, we go over the top for the industry. Well, Matho, good job. First one exactly. done and dusted, mate. Yep. We got it away and done. So 2023, she's away and rolling. And uh, yeah, we'll be back next week with a, a Greyhound of the Year podcast. So looking yeah, forward to that. Absolutely. Um, it's going to be uh, really enjoyable. And as mentioned, we're going to do a few more shows because we're based here. So really get a bit more content out there for the for the listeners and viewers um, to, see, to see us talking about it. So I'm uh, really looking forward to this year. Oh, good on you, Matho. Well, there it is, uh, the Dogcast and Ledger final on Thursday night. Thanks for tuning in. <laughs>